Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back. 13 minutes past 10. Welcome to Behind the Gates over the next half an hour to 40 minutes. If you have any questions you'd like to fire in for the gents here, just go for it on 0419767272. Join the conversation. Plenty of thoughts today about um, who can win, who can't win, and for whatever reason why. Let's welcome in the team. Let's head to Ramick. I'm assuming he's there. He might not be there just yet. If he's yes, not, yes. you want to get a hurry on, Darren Flindell. Darren, good morning to you. What's happening? Yeah, good morning, Richard. It's um, one of those delightful days, really. For the first time, you can feel like it's it's really spring. Uh, here, the uh, barely a cloud in the sky. There's just a, a gentle breeze, wind coming in from the north, which makes a pleasant change from those howling winds from the south, which we've been dealing with throughout the entire winter. Yeah, what a great day's racing we've got ahead. Unfortunately, Zaki's not here. That uh, takes a little bit of interest out of the out of the main race, the George Main Stakes. But yeah, very exciting program uh, today, and we're on a drying track as well, which is great news. As far as our behind the gates multi is concerned, uh, my pick today is the ex UK horse, top ranked, who returns in the in the Bill Ritchie handicap, uh, a horse. He's been a very lightly raced seven-year-old, but he's always had an outstanding fresh record. And prior to coming to Australia, he was five for five on a first-up basis. And here, the first time we saw him was in the Hunter, over 1,300 metres. And he ran a cracking third behind Lost and Running. I know there was a lot of deliberation in the Australian bloodstock camp that day, whether they run in the Hunter or save him for the longer trip of the mile at the Gong. And they, they went the way of the Hunter, and I thought he ran really well. And then his only other start uh, this year was in the in the Chipping Norton, and he was beaten a length and a quarter on that bottomless track behind Very Elegant. So with only seven starters here and the price that's going out about top ranked, I think he can put some uh, just a bit of value into our behind-the-gates multi today. To quote Hugh Bowman earlier, he's as keen to see how he goes as everyone else is today, Huey. So, yeah, we had him on this morning to talk about top ranked and, yeah, just has to run top four to keep us going in the multi today. I'm with North Star Lass in the T-Rose. I just would have thought she just has to... <coughs> probably leads and rolls along and we'll talk about that race I think there's a question there from a text already about the T-Rose I'm, I'm with Northdale Ash she will do me today Brad Davidson good morning to you what's happening mate good morning Richard uh, Darren I'm surprised uh, good morning Hills as well I'm surprised Darren's got time for us anymore he's a social media star these days you see him all plastered <laughs> over TikTok and Twitter and Facebook in his Democracy Manifest shirt there on Wednesday Daz I'm, it's good that what's you haven't you know lost your grounding now that you're a big social media star <laughs> what's TikTok <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's a school of thought, Darren, that you uh, you have a, a Cape Crusader uh, mask and a cape to throw on for the shorts today. Oh, for the I got a few texts about that. But this is Mumsy at work again, is it? Quite, possi- is quite possibly. That, I think that's a square <laughs> up for me uh, doing his voiceover <laughs> for New Central on Wednesday and going off with glory, glory <laughs> to Glenn Mumsy. And he acted, he acted like he didn't enjoy it and was a bit embarrassed. Oh, he loved, he loved yes, every yeah, second but- of it. I saw him blush. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, What's I, happening? I was just Brad? having a look through. Surely there's a few other costumes he could don today. If there was a oh, president, what else is there? There's got to be a few right throughout that uh, that, that, that could get on. But my um, behind the gates multi horse is Mahagoni in race number two. 
split Waterford and Kalino the other day. Waterford's bolted in since, and Kalino's just been beaten because of the distance. I see if you were potting the ride of that last time out, but it was just the distance that got him. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he runs anywhere near that, he just wins. So we'll see if he can reproduce. That's the only little query, but he gets back in the three-wide line and thunders down the middle of the track. Good on you. Hurls, good morning to you. A couple of, couple of tab-related questions here on the, uh, on the text daily. Firstly, good morning. What's happening? Uh, good morning to you all. Uh, not a great deal. I um, uh, yeah, just got through the week all right. I can't wait for that's this meeting today. That's the main thing? Today. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for this meeting today. So much intrigue uh, right around the program. My selection for the Behind the Gates multi is Benno. Third up today, just his two runs back have been absolutely superb. Hit the line uh, really well on a track that probably didn't suit it last start when finishing fourth, God bless it, because we did have it previously in our multi. Uh, so I think again today it'll, uh, it'll be right there in the finish en route to the Metropolitan. Okay, so we're going to open it now. It is race two, number six, Mahogany. Race five, number one, top ranked. Race six, number one, North Star Lass. And race nine, number nine, Benno Wooshka. The boys at the tab are about to open that up so you can get on until 11 o'clock. Now, the uh, most importantly, the dividend is $6, which is very, very generous. So I think uh, Ben Dixon from the tab might have a bit of a spring in his step uh, this morning because he loves his Parramatta Eels and they got the cash last night. So he might be uh, a tad more generous than what he would have been. So that is open now. Go to Sports Today's Offers, Behind the Gates Multi. Wooshka, get on. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Couple of little housekeeping texts before we go to the races, guys. Um, morning, Richard. Can you please uh, ask the panel to advise the fee Zaki will face for scratching after accepting in the George Main? Given there was no change to the track, seemed very odd by the Zaki camp. Tom from Mudgee, thank you, Tom. What's the, what would happen? I mean, a hundred bucks. Is a scratching fee. A, Darren, yeah. would you know an exact figure as far as what Zaki would cop for scratching out of the George Main? I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I, will, I will chase that up. It's an interesting I, question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might I think, think it's a couple text. Yeah. yeah, but something between two and three, I would have thought, but I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, don't quote me on that. But and, and it was given there was no change, change to... Yeah, but that doesn't really matter. That's no. only on race day. So that's when, you know, you can't really change on race day, can you? But before race day, you can. And they've just decided to wait for the Underwood. And, yeah, we would have all loved to have seen the clash today. But that's what that's what it is these days. There's so many options for, for trainers and connections to run. You look at yesterday, Wild Chaps won a group three at, at, uh, at Newcastle. There was five or six horses scratched out of that race in the most winnable group three you'll see in a long time. And um, surprised if you did scratch. But they've obviously thought their horse was better place in another race, uh, you know, at the, at the same sort of level. So that, there you go. There's so many options. Just um, just to get to the behind the gates multi again, Hurls, if you can just refresh, people are saying, how do I how do I get there? Another question. Hi, Richard. Why haven't the tab refunded the HQ multi yet? Would that be the punter's panel? Yeah, I think they had Zaki in it. If it hasn't, I'll just... Uh, text. Oh, I'm assuming punter's panel multi is what... Yeah, that would be here. the Friday one, I assume. Yeah, HQ, Racing HQ. Yeah. Yep, so, okay. yep. so they had Zaki. Uh, I'll get on to the team there at the tab straight away. and It shouldn't be too far away, but there will be a refund. Uh, to answer your question, sports today's offers. And scroll down and you will see behind the gates, multi. It's now open. And just repeating, Mahogany, top ranked. North Star Lass and Benno, all to run top four. $6 get on as plenty of punters are already. Let's go straight to the shorts. Uh, Aaron flicks a text in here. How much will the UK run take out of Nature's Trip? 
thinking of backing Mazu first start from Aaron? What do you say, Darren? How much will the UK run take out of him? That's something we won't know until uh, James says go, I'd say, at the 200-metre mark. Um, I saw him work between races at Rose Hill last Saturday, uh, Nature Strip, and he was so relaxed. I was watching him come down from the tie-up stalls and then down the, the chute into the saddling enclosure, and he could have just basically walked himself uh, there. Very relaxed. I mean, it's something... I'd noticed a lot in, in Hong Kong in all the years that I worked there when horse, Hong Kong horses went overseas and then they return and all of a sudden some of them could be able to play for up to 12 months. And remember when Chautauqua uh, went to Hong Kong and won uh, the chairman's sprint there? He was gone after that Hong Kong trip and he only just came right in the nick of time about 10 months later to win that third TJ. Every horse is different, um, but I think all the indications are there that Nature's trip has come back as good as ever. But we won't really know until he's let down at the 200. I remember John O'Shea, I'm sure I heard John O'Shea make a comment about nature. We're talking about you know, dangers to lost and running. And, of course, nature strips the, a big danger, he said, for, for an older horse to go over there, a bit of summer sun on the back, come back, mm. stay active. I, might yeah. not be a negative at all. I, I think it's... He, go on, Darren. And he's even had a trip out to Canterbury as a real treat to have a trial there uh, a couple of weeks ago. So he's really getting out and about. I've said it many times. I think this whole idea of autumn and spring as your two carnivals and that's it these days is, is well and truly out the window. We see Chris Waller all the time take horses to Queensland, run them there, and they just bounce out of it straight into the spring. And I think there is something in that about keeping active and, and not just going to the paddock for six weeks and coming back. I mean, it's different with young horses because you get the chance to develop, but horses like him, I think there is a real positive in keeping those legs turning over just like you would be if you were, you know, getting older. You want to keep moving and everything like that yeah. um, and whatnot. But and, and carnivals, the carnival now to the carnival 15 years ago is just t t totally different. Yep. It goes for longer and there's more races and there's yep. more of a, a crossover between carnivals. The, the thing that I'm scratching my head with today is, the thing that I can't work out is, is, is today's flat run or not? Because he's second up into an Everest this year. He's always third up, right? And second up every preparation pretty much, you can guarantee he's flat. It just He just... Goes really well fresh. He's flat second up, and then third up, he bounces back. That's his profile. That's what he does. He never puts in his best run second up. But Chris Waller's a genius. I'm sure he knows this. So has he trained him differently with that coming back, knowing he's second up into the Everest this year? Will this be the second up flat run, and then he's ready to, to peak on grand final day? So if, I don't know. If you're listening, Chris, just flick us a text yeah. and give us a little, yeah. little idea. I mean, not to say he's horrible second up, but he, he's no. never, ever at his best second up. He's always first up, and then he's third and fourth up. He's really thing. So well, your city, your city is a grand final horse. Yeah, exactly right. And, and this is a million-dollar race, but... It is, but you're talking about, what, a $15 million race in four mm. weeks. Um, so... Look, I've got him on top. Eduardo, the, the danger, he's got the fitness. Um, everyone was saying he's on the best part of the track the other day. Well, no, he wasn't. It was the fence day, so he was outside the lead. Yes, it's the next best spot after being on the fence, but the fence was worth three lengths. So he was outstanding. 1,100 metres, no issue there. He's got the fitness edge. We know he can beat Nature Strip outside of grand final day. In terms of Marzu, if you like him, wait. You're going to get a better price, I think. He's, I get the feeling he's the lost and running last year. He's not quite seasoned enough to take on these horses yet. His rating suggests he's two, three lengths off the off the big guns. And lost and running last year, he was coming through and he just couldn't quite get there. 
th- this year could be different because he's seasoned. He's had those hard knocks, and I just worry about Mazu with is, that. Is Mazu not that bit of a sharper horse than Lost and Running he, at the same time? He could be, but he, but what's he beaten? He's beaten Paul Lely. He's no. beaten those. They're the second-tier horses, and, and all these ratings aren't there. Lost and Running's ratings are much better than Mazu's. Mm. So if, if you're looking at them, you know, you've got to bank in that improvement, but... I personally have to take him on today, Mazu. I think he's too short in the market, and I think he'll get out as a result. I think the pros will take him on. Before we get your thoughts here, Darren, I might come to Hurls for a latest shorts market. And someone has just said, um, can't find the multi. So anyway, we'll see how we're going with that. Yeah, no, it's multi. definitely there. Today's okay. offers are sports. Uh, sorry, sports today's offers. And, uh, yeah, behind the gates, multi, it's, it's right in front of me. Maximum bet, $25. We want to get allow as many people on it as possible. What's this market for the shorts at the moment? And what's, what's the activity been like this morning? We'll come to Darren for his thoughts in a sec. <laughs> to be honest with you, considering the, you know, the profile of this race... They haven't really launched as yet. They will. No two ways about it. Nature Strip's gone up two twenty. Now bottomed out at two dollars this morning. It's back to that two dollar twenty quote. Eduardo's four to four twenty back to four dollars. Marzu rock solid. Seven to seven fifty back to seven. Lost and running at nine fifty to ten. Then we've got uh, Classic Legend fifteen dollars overpass at seventeen dollars. Now in terms of dollars held, I can tell you that the favourites. Yeah, well, it is the best uh, support. Runner, just got such a um, such a high profile, hasn't it? Uh, and then, yeah, it's pretty much market order in terms of uh, support dollar-wise. Shelby sixty-six, you'll get it shorter on the tote, no doubt, but uh, seventy-one dollar chance. I'll ask a question to Darren and to Brad. The Sleek Legend, where does he fit in today? Yeah, no, nah, not for me. I, I think he's in a race against time, to be honest. And I know yeah. Les was very happy with his trial the other day, but from a a betting perspective and, and not a trainer's perspective, he, he's just a trial that said, I'm, I'm not going to be ready first up, I don't think. And, and a bit like last year, you know, I was surprised he started so short in the Everest because he, he was just not, he didn't have that, he, he, well, they weren't able to get the grounding into him and, and that's going to be the concern again this year, whether he's just behind the eight ball. But um, I'm sure Les is, is doing as much as he can because, you know, the horse has obviously had issues in the past. So that's what they're dealing with. And if Les can, if anyone can get him right on the day, it's Les. But, that's my concern. You know, you need to, in these, against the big guns, you need to be at that 100%. You need to be, you know, ready to rock and roll on the day. And I don't think today's his day. Uh, Darren, you're with a good horse here at big odds in the shorts. Well, when I look through this, uh, it, I mean, it, it's such a competitive race and uh, it's not grand final day for uh, for the vast majority of them. And I was just trying to find... What horse is capable of winning this race that's the best price? And Mask Crusader really fits this bill. And I think with the injection of speed from overpass there to, to keep the good horses honest up front, Nature Strip and Eduardo, pace should be at least genuine. And of course, as long as you're able to make ground on this track today, uh, I think Mask Crusader at the $21 is the, is the each way better of the race. So not, not with a great deal of confidence, but he's the horse that smacks me in the face as saying I'm the value horse and he, he's the one I want to be on here. Well, you're getting $4.40 the place too. I think he's quite good as far as uh, place multis are concerned today, 4.40. I will be angling him into a few others at, at odds here today as well. What about Mazu, Darren? Uh, I'm a huge fan of Mazu, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing him today to see, right, 
are you ready to go to the next level? Because he's done nothing but improve with each run since they gelded him at the start of the year. And uh, he may well be the heir apparent in the sprinting ranks if he can continue on that upward spiral. So uh, a, a great runner of interest here today. High fellas been trying to get to the multi for 10 minutes, but then found it under racing offers, not sport. We need consistency, please, from Smacker. You're 100% Smacker. Consistency. Nah, yeah, well, consistency, consistency is important. Everything, isn't it? Consistency nah, is important. It's sports and today's offers. And then, well, it's, what do you call it? Like a subtext, if you like. Uh, it does come down to racing offers. So it's uh, other offers up in front of it. But, um, yeah, technically, we'll call it a draw there. Let's, on that, on that, let's go to the T-Rose Stakes. These are a really good group of fillies. Group two, 1,400 metres. What is it, race uh, six, uh, six, on the, yep. six on the day? And uh, a question from St uh, from Steve for the T-Rose. We're not going to mark it for a, for a start. Surely this is a gotcha's getting it out. But anyway, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they went up $3.40. Now, Paris Dior's come out 10 by 10, 4 by 4 Russian Conquest and Celestial Spirit Zilch. Today, Zoo gotcha, two ten to $2.00, back to two ten. dollars North Star Lass, $5.00 to $4.00. Well, Linga Beast, 6 to $7.00, uh, back to $6.00. $6.50, out to 9 Wolverine. Seven Vars, 17 to 21 uh, back to $17.00. But Zoo gotcha has been very popular today, dollar-wise. Uh, well, this is how popular it's been. It holds more than what Nature Strip and NMO does at this stage. Good morning, guys. Do you Ooh. think Zugotcha will blow out before start time or be backed in? Steve from Cornell. What do you think, Darren? I'd say it depends if there's any particular track pattern riding on the card. If it is favouring on pace on fence, I think North Star Lass is going to come uh, in a lot harder in the market. But if it's riding pretty fair, I maybe a slight drift there on Zugotcha. I, I thought they're the, the two chances. Originally, I was going to go with North Star Lass. Then I had to keep reminding myself that the fence was just gold that day on the Furious Stakes, and that mm -hmm. did allow her to come back. And our tough uh, Willinga Beast, but I was impressed with her tenacity there. Uh, typical sort of Waterhouse bot sort of style of uh, tenacity there by North Star last but Zoo Gotcha looks uh, looks pretty special and James McDonald is speaking pretty highly of her. Yeah look um, I think it comes down to whether I mean it's not it's never the same is it a race is never the same as next time but I mean you've got to just go back to when they all clashed and Zoo Gotcha just went ta-da and gave them absolute wind burn and She's had the little break. We've seen North Star Lass go back and get the absolute perfect run of all perfect runs and fall in and beat Willinga Beast, who didn't have the perfect run. Um, I'm saying North Star Lass going to appreciate 1,400, but, I mean, Sue Gotcha just absolutely gave him windburn. She just and beats him again, doesn't she? Better Philly could in secret too. Exactly, yeah, who's gone on to beat the boys and now the favourite for the Golden Rose. So, yeah, it's not that simple. I mean, she did SP, double figures, but when your first run into a three-year-old season... That to me says, okay, they're different horses now. We don't we don't treat last preparation. We go on on this prep. She gets the right run. She was even on inferior ground first up as well. So, uh, I, look, I don't know what they do with her. You might get two twenty, two thirty. I hope so because I'll be diving in again. Um, but yeah, look, she's clearly clearly probably the well, the best of the day for me. And I think she just uh, beats them. I think um, 
Wolverine's the one, the fly stakes horse, though. I, mm. I think if you're looking for a little futures play before uh, before that race, I'm not sure what price she's in that. Uh, $11. I think she'll be shorter than that this afternoon. Right, yeah. Okay, we might focus on the George Main Stakes. Uh, race, um, what we, race eight, I think, on the program. Maybe race seven uh, on the program today, the George Main Stakes. I suppose uh, market-wise, Hurls, it's uh, it's all about anime. We know Zaki's not there. And um, I suppose we'll, we'll, we don't worry about Zaki too much, but what what price anime at I, the moment? I can't believe it's getting out from $1.60 to $1.75. It has today. Six fifty Fangirl, 11 to 10 Hinged. Uh, Ice Bath has met with support, not unusual, 18 to 11, but you would have thought it would like a bit more given the ground. Profondo's 14, 14 Jewess. Montefilia, uh, 19, 21 Converge, and Maximal, 51 to 41. Some good horses there, you know, Fangirl, Hinged, Ice Bath, Profondo, Jewess, Montefilia, all great horses, but surely this is just a put-in take-out yeah. for Profondo, isn't it, well, Brad? Yeah, uh, Profondo. Uh, for uh, Profondo. Yeah. I beg your pardon? Oh, that might be a promo. Yeah, yeah you could cut that up in Profondo. <laughs> if Profondo wins, you could cut that up. You could cut that up. If, if, if it logs. Uh, is that like, um, what did Duff call that horse this morning, Wolverine? A, uh, um, Podgy Mountain Goat. Podgy Mountain Goat. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But if you own Wolverine, it was said with a lot of affection. I'm sure it was. A no, lot of just affection. saying that the horse was not fit first up, which is good good analysis that's going to improve into it. But uh, um, just a, and the question uh, from Gary from Balmain, will this race to be sun, uh, run to suit Animo or not? Oh, I don't know. Does all it these, matter? All these, Doesn't matter. All these wait-for-age races, they're so tactical, aren't they? Uh, sometimes you wish there were a few pace setters in it just to let them roll and, and uh, to sort it out because they become these real, uh, you know, chess Chess players, don't they, really, the whole way through? But um, I'm not surprised he's drifting, to be honest. I, I'm I'm not as... There seems to be this sense of invincibility around Animo and Zaki in Australia. And I've, I've even heard this week people say, oh, you know, Animo's the best horse in Australia. Please. Nature Strip's giggling in his box at home. He's got about <laughs> six performances, two lengths better than Animo. I know different they're different animals. distances, yeah, for sure. Different but, animals. but we're talking about we've got the best sprinters... And, you know, our middle distance horses, they go over to Europe and they, they get shown up a lot of the time, or they would do. Um, they can't all be so you think. That, that's true. That's true. But what I'm saying is I think he's being priced all the time as this champion. He's not there yet. I'm not saying by the end of the spring he won't be there, but but he doesn't have that dominance in his performances that say, I'm unbeatable, I'm a $1.60 pop in all these Group 1 races. Like, let's be honest, Fangirl, if she draws a gate first up, she gives him a real shake there. She just had to go back, out, right out the back, and she she flashed home. She gives him a real a real shake to beat him. So, um, I'm uh, look. He's there as the horse to beat, no doubt about it. But I'm not surprised by the drift because, like I said, he's not unbeatable yet. Once he gets to two thousand, this prep might be a different story because he's on that upward spiral. But in these shorter races, um, yeah, I just yeah, I'm just a little bit nervous. I I like that they've kept him going. Yeah. Oh, could, could, it. could have it's easily, great, it? It is, it's good. Could have easily said, right, you're off to Daly. You're covering 150 mares at whatever a pop. Mm. So he's still here. They do that which a lot, though, don't they? Which is good. Which uh, I look if you, mm. yeah, it, look. It's I think in Europe you probably see them come back as four year olds and train on, yep. which is nice. Not as much here, but um, it's good that he's at least here doing his thing. So, but I yeah, I take I take your point. He, mm. What did what did Duff say this morning, Darren? He's never he's never gone. Never won back-to-back. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a valid point as well. My, my main concern about this race from the makeup with the draw is just this lack of speed now that Zaki's not with us and, I don't know, Profondo or Hinged or one of the two. It, we've been um, given the clue here from the Waterhouse bot yard that it won't be Converge going forward. Uh, they've announced they want to ride him with cover again today. So I'm really worried about this lack of tempo. We've seen it before with Animo. He's been rolled in these circumstances where he's had a bad gate got back. And uh, as, as Brad rightly mentioned before, uh, last time out there, clash in the wing stakes, reverse the draws, and you may well have reversed the result. Well, today the, the draws are reversed. And... I'm a huge fan of this uh, mare fan girl, particularly when the tracks aren't heavy. I think her worst runs have been on those heavy tens. She just hasn't enjoyed that. But on a track like we're being presented with today, I think that's going to be absolutely fine for her. And at the $6.50, the win about fan girl v the $1.65 animo, I've got no alternative but to, to roll the dice and take a chance with fan girl. I think she's a good horse and I'm happy to take that price today. Not going to start with the term for any of his name, is he here, Hells, at all? Animo? Well, Hear from Timmy Ryan in a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, you know, uh, Darren and, uh, and Brad are, are far more uh, versed in terms of form, but I think it's an absolute certainty. But um, anyway, we'll wait and see. But uh, yeah, we'll wait and see from Tim. I couldn't see black figures, but yeah, anyway, stranger things have happened. Those ones that do push out after nine, they, they generally, that's the. That's when the pros get start to get involved, the semi-pros. Yeah, and your then percentages your are later. down, et cetera, yeah. Yeah, but if they're pushing them out after nine, that's always a little sign to me that they're going to continue to push mm. because that's when they're saying there's been a bit of an overaction and we know these days uh, the bookmakers far out. What was what was Shellstar on, on Friday? $6 into three sixty in a settled market? Like, we've yeah, got, to, we've no, got to bring it in a bit. Mun's made the same comment oh, this morning. Yes. Yeah. No, that was a bit, uh, a bit ridiculous. Um. Race three, Hurls, is our midway today. There's a, there's a question here for Democracy Darren. Love but the we name. do, but we do, Love the name. we do need a market first for race three, the midway. We'll get to you shortly. <laughs> All right, it's actually race two, Rich. But, race uh, two, yeah. sorry. No, Never seen the wave of enthusiasm. Uh, Mahogany. I'm not calling it the other word. 250 to 240, back to 260. Zoodamoon, $9 to $8. Joe Peak is a $9 chance. Now, there's been support for Herb right throughout the week, even allowing uh, for a couple of scratchings there. And I'll give you those deductions. 3 by 3 of Paul Bubba. Uh, Diva Bella, two sets of win. 3 by 3 Macrona, Dean Maiden, and Remus, zero deduction there. So uh, Herb opened up at $26, Brad, on uh, on. Wednesday afternoon, $11 now, $10 this morning. And one more, Sapphire is another one uh, that they went up $26 and into $13. So we often see these uh, midways, they, they back a few at a price, but Mahogany is the best supported runner. But yeah, I can tell you, those two runners I've mentioned, Herb uh, and also one more, Sapphire, it's market opinion and cash. The mayor says, my question is for democracy. Darren, his good friend, the N1 Mock, is heading south for the midway. To watch his horse, McCormack. I know Daz hates the midway, but what are his thoughts on the race? The mayor, Darren. Uh, get on the stable, mate. <laughs> One more sapphire. <laughs> I'm much, There's much the advice. <laughs> yes. I'm not really interested in McCormack. I think the last time we stepped into it, it was 16 wide the trip. Understandably weakened out, but it has since been beaten in an unsuitable race. Um, yeah, in fairness, there was support for it that day. 
that we're referring to. That was back on August 6. But I, I really like that last run of one more sapphire over 1,400 metres. He's got really good form over a mile. They scratched from an easier race at Warwick Farm on Wednesday in preference for this. And, and they've come up with a pretty kind draw as well in, in Barrier 3. So I'm more interested in that Tracy Bartley runner today, one more sapphire uh, from um, Mahagoni. Obviously, uh, a big chance for this to drop in class. Um, but I've got Herb in the numbers. I liked his run in the Noble Soldier race last time at the end of 1,300 metres. I like the fact he's stepping up to a mile. And, uh, yeah, they were my, my main plays in the race. I note that Essential Sky came from a mile back to get up and nick third here last time out. He's going to be further forward today from, from barrier number two. So that could be a key piece of information with Essential Sky. But... Yeah, one more sapphire each way for me, and the other value bet in the race is Herb. Okay, the, yeah. M1, uh, the M1 mock would have taken the multi for sure today. Yeah, McCormack's 26 to 17, and Essential Sky's 51 to 26. That was a huge run last start. Yeah, it's just back in back in trip here, isn't it? Yeah. By memory, it's yeah. It's I, I think that needs 2,000. I think. I think that was the day. It must have been about 20 lengths behind them at the 300 metres, and just scrape paint all the way up the straight mm. to get up and run the third and. I think we got that early indication, oh, hang on, this fence is going yeah. to be red hot today. Yeah, it was a mad fence day, wasn't yeah, it? No point. doubt about it. Um, for me, I, I, I agree with Darren. I think one more Sapphire is a good roughie. I want to back at a place lady if I can get $4 plus. But um, uh, Mahagoni clearly on top here. I mean, I'm a little bit nervous taking short odds considering, you know, went around $7 and nine fifty in midways last prep. But I think you've got to treat him as second prep in Australia. Forgive run first up at Hawkesbury. If he runs anywhere near that last start effort, he just beats him by four lengths. It's just a case of if that's him or does he come back to his old form. It's like that was four lengths better than he's ever gone. And, and on that rating, if I gave him that rating last start, he's a dollar eighty here. Um, but you've got to bring him back a little bit because – but saying that, I always – want to give horses ratings where the form's been franked and Waterford and Colino Waterford's come out and absolutely smashed them and Colino come out and would have won if it wasn't for the distance so um, I think they're uh, the, the form has been franked. Um, the gate's no issue because 99 times out of 100, rail true Ramwick, you just want to be running line three wide line, getting down the middle of the track. Leaders disadvantage big time. So I think uh, I think it's no no issue there. James McDonald finds the three wide line. He gets to the outside and he should just say ta-ta. Uh, remiss of me to uh, overlook Dave from West Hoxton there. And I know we're going back to the George Main. Just a comment, guys, on Profondo today. Yeah, I'm... I'm Personally, I don't think he's as good as everyone thinks he is, but that's just that's just my thoughts. I thought the first up run, everyone was going, oh, wide, no cover, how good. Well, that was him. He was in his rhythm, and he, and he ran really well, but he, he's still doing too much wrong. I, don't get me wrong. I think the talent's there, but I don't think he's as good as everyone thinks he is right now because he's doing too much wrong, and he just needs too much to, to go right in his races. Drawing track's got to help Darren, surely. Oh, definitely. I think he just hated the, the conditions there that day. He was in the box seat position. At the end of it, he just couldn't keep up with Zaki when the sprint came into it. But uh, given that he's drawn barrier two uh, here today, he's he's going to be right up there on the pace. Drier track, uh, a bigger help. I'm sure he'll run a lot better today than he did in the tramway. Probably don't need a highway market for this question, but um, it is with regards to highway races and race one today, how much importance does the panel take into account 
of the districts the horses have been racing at? Not a bad little question yeah, here because there's also rate of improvements to go with it as well. Great question. I'm, I'm trying to learn more of the database I use to be able to do things like this, to, to look at all the different stats, and I'll, I'll try my best during the week and give you an update next week if I can, but I'm not very good at, at uh, computer stuff, so I'm learning. But there are a couple of little pointers I'll give you there. The Scone region's great. Um, down south, pretty reliable, particularly from the biggest stables down there. Um, and the one region that I just cannot back a horse from is is that Dubbo region because they just I don't know why it, it just might be a little bit weaker out there and they just don't oh, seem no, to don't be able to come. Us I've got a text from Mick Wallace here right now. <laughs> it says you're kidding. West is best from yeah. Mick Wallace. <laughs> For some reason, they just struggle to really bring that to town when they're in the market. But um, I could be wrong. I'll, I'll do the stats and come back to you. And I'm happy to admit I'm wrong if that region's got a really good uh, strike rate. But we'll, we'll see if I can find. I some sense data you're right. I feel like you're right. It yeah. feels like you're. So yeah. We're watching enough oh. highways tonight. Well, I don't we? think there's. I can't think of too many winners from there. And there's been no. quite a few that start in the market. All the wins. folks in Dubbo are up in arms now. <laughs> I know. I love Dubbo racing. I love <laughs> that I, area. If I can stick it to Betty Walker, I will. I love that area in terms of betting. But that's just my sort of thoughts on it. If you you're asking, any theory, Dan? Benny Walker will pull some old neighbours tapes out again on you if you keep that up. <laughs> he doesn't need much provoking, does he? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, in regards to the uh, the highway form, I generally I just like to stick with those that have been to town before in highways and have run well, and I sort of work my way back from there. Fair enough. Just yes, got the so feeling there, Darren. They're not your favourite race. I personally, I don't. Uh, I don't punt in them. Simple as that. Yeah, I love them. I, them and the highways and midways, like. They are betting better betting races to me than the, the George Main today and races like that because you know you're going to get speed on and you can find edges in the market where a lot of the Group 1s sometimes in the lead-up, they're all little tactical chess battles. Well, what about our, our punter last week who said uh, just a comment and concocted? Runs okay. a good race? Yep, exactly. At yep. good odds. Pearls, you want to say something? No. Uh, yes. Behind the gates, multi has gone. Okay. So. Good, luck, good luck to all yeah. playing today. Yeah, good luck. It was Absolutely. opened a little later, and I'll take I'll take blame for it being opened a little later because I, um, I didn't read what everyone else had put in, so I, I just. Um, well, I think that's the process, isn't it, to have it uh, when we when we start now rather than ten a.m. Because what was happening before yeah. was we didn't come on till ten fifteen, yeah. and then everyone would already taken it. It's so. kind of by mistake and half my fault, but uh, anyway, good luck, good luck to those that, that are playing. And um, up, Rich. that's okay. You've got to be open and honest sometimes. Annoyed, sometimes, annoyed. sometimes. At least we know we're gonna, we can <laughs> bank on the fact 150 will be coming back into our account after Benno runs top four in race nine. Yeah. Well, nine. let's talk about race nine. Pearls, we haven't gone there. The Kingston Town. It looks obvious, Benno, but well, I don't know, uh, my only what, concern with it is, and I'm. Let Brad and obviously Darren comment on it. Is it's winning strike rate, but you know it's a three-year-old going into a you know four-year-old season now, and again I just sort of trust my eyes. First up run was absolute beauty against Animo. As I said, uh, Pike, thank God he did took off early um, when he raced up against Knight's Order last day. Just, just you know, I think just a step up the distance. It just looks uh, picture perfect. But as far as the market is concerned, yeah, it went up 3.10 this morning, got to 3.20. Actually, bounced. It got as short as 2.70, now 3.10. Surefire's 3.80 to 4.20. Knight's Order, $5 to 4.60. Allegrams, 11 to 12, back to 11. Then we've got Stockman, uh, 12 to 13. Francesco Guardi, just a nibble there, 18 to 15. Went up as much as $23 when the market was first opened. 
open. Uh, Benno is the most popular, clearly, in front of Shawfire. Francesco Guardi, I mentioned it... Um, has met with support on the market and also dollar-wise. And Alias, and I remember you gave this a good push. Well, mentioned it, Rich, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Ran well the other dollars. day. It ran really well. It's finished third and it's had a, had a trial since. Mm. In, that, cracking run. In, yeah. that, in that race, Knight's Order, um, Adrian Bott confirming the intention is to have the gelding ridden in a forward position with the intention to lead. Adrian might not have said as much uh, this morning. Okay. might have been thinking about talking about another horse, potentially another horse in his head, but certainly Knight's Order confirming okay. yep. the intention that makes is sense to lead. Because that would have been one of the more bizarre tactic changes I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. If it was, if he wasn't to lead, because yeah. he's he's just mm. like it's a race no. that you just go forward and just keep keep going. That team knowing the, knowing the stable, that would oh, be one, exactly. of, the stable. one yeah. bizarre. Yep. Um, what do you think about race nine, Darren? How are you seeing it? My best ruffie of the day is the one uh, just spoken of before, Elias, number yeah. thirteen, the Wagga Wagga Cup winner. Having his second Australian preparation now, that that first up run was an absolute ripper. Uh, running third behind Old Flame over 1,400 metres, a distance which was merely a, a prep run for him. Loved his trials since, and at the $19, uh, he's my each way better the day here at the $19 Elias. Very keen uh, that he'll run very well. I think Knight's Order, of course, will roll along in the lead and give a tremendous side again. Ben will be hitting the line hard, and probably Surefire should get onto a fairer track today, but Elias for me is outstanding value. I think uh, Surefire, uh, there it is, uh, option to be ridden further forward coming through for him. Brad, what are you saying in the Kingston town? Um, I'm saying that Benno's the, the one to beat, but I'm saying that he's pretty skinny in a race where you could, you could look a lot of different angles. I mean, yes, he's had the flashing light on at both runs, but and he's been on the wrong part of the track last time out, but he's still beaten two and a half behind Knight's Order, so he's still got to make up that ground, even though you know the pattern was probably worth that on the day. I think the key's obviously 2,000 metres. What what makes me nervous is, A, the price, and B, the fact that everything's probably geared towards the, the 2,400 metro with him. Um, yeah. yeah, look, he's a, he's a good horse, but at the end of the day, he's only beaten Allegron in a, in a derby home. Um so he's still got to go to that next level. And everything's saying he will, but you're kind of taking the price that he has. So um, I think you might get a little bit better come race time. I've got him on top. I was really keen to, to back old trip before they decided to go to Melbourne, just with that different form, because I, I just wanted some fresh blood here. But um, and, and maybe it is a horse like Alias second up. But he's a great chance. Yeah, look, Benno, hard to beat, but I just, I've got him more three... Three fifty-four dollars. The, the potential's factored into the price. That I think so. A bit there, yeah. And that's no knock. He's a he's a good horse. We yeah. know that, but he is favourite for the uh, for the Metrop at this stage. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to one more race because we have to get to um, the De Bordley quiz. So we'll um, we'll do one more race. Market please hurls for race number ten. The question is around Battleton, but uh, race ten hurls, if you will. Good race. So a bit of a, a tough market to finish off. It's a really good race. I was having a look at this yesterday. Yeah, it's a number of different angles you could take here. Maltai's the favourite. 440 to 460. I am lethal. 750 to 8 back to 7. $8 to 750 Larkspur lad. Devil's Throat 750 to 8 back to 750. Now Bridgertine is 9 into 8 50, but I can tell you we went up as much as $16 when the market first opened, so it's been well tried. Battleton, 9 to 9.50. Cavalier Charles, 12 to 11. This is a deep race. Battleton uh, um, Gelding uh, has abrasions to the near four knee, became cast in the box earlier this week, didn't receive any treatment. 
um, happy with the stable bets, happy and, and get vetted on arrival. So a little bit of a hiccup during the week for Battleton. The question is around Battleton. Happy punting to you all, Mark, from Miranda. Uh, what's the panel's thoughts on race 10, number eight, Battleton? Um, last race, Bjorn Trains, written by Rachel King, mm. always a competitive combination. So, Darren, where does uh, Battleton fit into the scheme of things for you and who do you like in the last? I didn't find a spot in the top four there for Battleton, but we must respect the fact that he's trained by last race, uh, Bjorn Baker. So it uh, be interesting to see if Bjorn watches the race in his box upstairs like he did with Kiss the Bride a fortnight ago and has to uh, break all land speed records to get down for the post-race interview. <laughs> they were hilarious scenes. I think I Am Lethal is primed for a really good run here today. They've, they've gelded this guy, um, John O'Shea. Loved his trial at Canterbury behind Authentic Jewel. In fact, I've liked both his trials. He's won, he's won here before. So I'm, I am Lethal's my pick in the last from Brigantine, who I thought trialed really nicely. Another uh, that's been gelded since we last saw. And he ran third in the trial at Warwick Farm behind Joyful Fortune. It was really good work. I was, I was actually only watching Mark Newnham's runner there, Joyful Fortune, but I couldn't help but notice that run at Brigantine. By the way, Joyful Fortune runs down the straight at Flemington tomorrow, a bit over even money there. That's, that's got to be a solid bet, the way it's been trialling. What do you think in the last, Brad? Yeah, he's, um, he's a chance, Battleton, that's for sure. He comes back and he's been... Uh, Look, last preparation, I think he just found his mark to a degree. He started favourite in quite a few races. Nash and James aboard last time in. Um, Rachel take, takes on from the inside draw here. It's just a case of being able to what's gate two like at the end of the day. Um, Rachel's a very good rider, so no issue there at all in, in terms of the jockey change. Um, it's just a case of whether he's in the right part of the track at that time of the day. It's hard to get out wide from, from that gate. Um, I will throw another one in the mix here, number 17, Cavalier Charles. Matt Dale, first up without a trial, is just absolute dynamite. 25% strike rate the last two years, and uh, you can just back him with confidence first up. Kosciuszko, slot one left. I'm sure he's got this horse humming here for this race today. 51 Brad, and a half you, on his going, back. Yep. Brad, were you going to put this in the multi today, Cavalier Charles? I was, yeah. And then I thought, well, we probably wanted to keep the price a little bit tighter, so I just... Um, decide to go the safe option as I normally do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was going to throw him in. I, I think he's... Look, it's an open race. There's plenty coming back off gelding operations, trialling well, but he's the one on the ratings with that real weight adjustment and the first up run, soft tracks key, good run in the map, no weight. I think he run really well. They backed, they've they backed a couple others here too. Um, Cavalier Charles was 31. Did you get that? No, I took 19. Yeah. Uh, and Kinlock, 41. Um, Darren, as we, into Sorry. As Darren, as we come to you for your best bets, value and quality thoughts, Benno is a non-winner, doesn't like running past horses from the critic. Thank you, critic. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Don't get me critic, started on done non-winners. Your, the critic, critic doesn't miss words. marvellously well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on non-winners. And I, know, I, know, I, know, I know John O'Shea likes ringing in for the Dewaterly quiz, so I hope that hasn't upset him too much. What's your best, Darren, today? Best in value? Um... My best, I've gone top ranked. I think he's the, the class runner there and at a good price as well as $7 in the Bill Ritchie handicap. But my value bets today, I think one more Sapphire is good each way. Uh, Mask Crusader is good each way. But my main each way bet today is in race nine, number 13, Elias at the $21. Uh, as far as the quad is concerned, um, just Animo and Fan Girl in the George Main, so numbers three and nine. In the shorts, one, two, three, four, and seven. Nature Strip, Eduardo, Mask, Crusader, Marzu, and Overpass. Uh, the ninth race, Night Sword of the Leader, number one, with nine Benno. Twelve Shore Fire and 
Go Elias, number 13. And in the last three, Never Talk, I think it's a good rough chance there. Ooh. But nine, Brigantine and 14, I Am Lethal, 3, 9, 14 for the Quaddy. Good on you, Darren. Good calling today. And we'll, uh, we'll check in next Saturday morning for Behind the Gates. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Good luck today. Hey, Darren. Yes? South get the chocolates tonight. Oh, I think you're battered and bruised after, after I think the that. Sharks would have to be too, wouldn't they? No, I don't, that game against the Cowboys last Saturday was nowhere near as intense as your Sunday game. <laughs> it was oh. brutal. How many sin bins are you preparing for? Yeah, I'll, I'll set the over-under <laughs> at nine and a half. Yeah. Thank you, Darren. Good on you. Jeez. We'll let you go. Um, best. I love it when the Tigers are out now. I can just sit back and enjoy these teams just bash each other. And, uh, There's no stress. And, no, that's right. No stress. Just sit back and enjoy it. All righty. Good on you, Darren. Good calling today. Beautiful Ramwick conditions, and we'll do it again with him next Saturday morning. We'll see him during the week for the midweek. As Brad, best value and quaddy for Ramwick today, then it might be a, a best from Melbourne as well. There's a question there also. Yeah, best uh, bets, race six, number five, Zoo Gotcha, and race two, number six, Mahagoni. Uh, best value, race 10, number 17, Cavalier Charles, and I think race four, number 16, Stray's going to run a race two there first up. Uh, should have beaten Profondo Good trial during the week, Brad. Yeah, just fresh form's really good, and the ratings stack up nicely. So, um, best at Caulfield. Just hope the rain stays away, please. No more rain there. Race five, number four, Russian Conquest, if it's not a heavy. Uh, she did run second to call and get her in a Magic Millions, and she's better than those down there if it's not wet. Celestial Spirit in the same yeah, race. Not for Warren, me. I think it? would need to improve, but makes its own luck up there on speed. But, um, yeah, Russian Conquest is the one for me there. From Miss Hellfire, who I think is also good odds. I'll tell you what's been a really good go today, Brad, and that's Tuavalu in the... Uh in the uh, Sir Rupert Clark, yeah, Tuvalu. It's been six dollars into four forty, but just looking at the Bugs Bunny held on the race, it's significant. Bugs Bunny, I've never heard that one before. That's good. Yeah, look, he he, well, he probably the one now, isn't he? Now Sorry. that the the two are two of the fancied runners. I wish I win and uh, Dragon Leap didn't get a run there, did they? So, um, yep, we'll uh, see how that goes. But he, I don't think he's missed top two Tuvalu, so uh, he's on top for me in the Sir Rupert Clark. You ready to spend the day with Andrew Martin? Yep, always ready to spend really the day with Martin. Are you really ready to spend the day with Martin? Yeah, <laughs> no, he's good, good man. He listens to this show. I'm led to believe. So. That's why I said good, good man. <laughs> good morning to you, Marta. He'll be firing up. He'll be, he'll be in the makeup room now. He usually gets in there about ten uh, thirty and uh, gets himself organised. Thank you, Brad. Have a good day. Cheers, good everyone. Man. Sky Racing One, Brad Davidson. You'll hear is Sydney and Melbourne thoughts right throughout the day. Hurls. What can you add before we try and? Give someone some wine if they answer correctly. Okay. In venue offer today applies to any race at Ramwick, Caulfield and Gold Coast via venue mode on the tab app. If your horse runs second, third or fourth, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. If you're playing at home, it's races one to six uh, run second or third. Now, if you go to sports and today's offers, we've got a stack of markets uh, available you know, specials, cross taught Nature Strip to both run top two, $3.50. There's a stack of them there. Just head uh, to there to take a look at them. Some juicy prices. We give some inflated uh, prices there. As far as Jockey's Challenge is concerned this afternoon, and a J-Mac, $1.10. I think um, Jeff Penzer got rolled at $1.22 yesterday um, down camera. Munn said that uh, uh, before 9 o'clock, a punter had had $555 on Hugh Bowman. There was a bet there. That's 17 around, bucks. Well, mate, yeah. It's actually. Munn said $26 at the time. 
Yeah, well, it possibly was. I haven't got the uh, fluctuations in front of me. But um, you see some real shorties in the uh, in the jockeys' challenge. I'm not always saying that uh, that uh, they get rolled, but they, they often do. Anyway, he's a dollar ten. Timmy Clark's at four eighty seventeen. Huey Bowman, and then we've got sixty one or better. Any other jockey option? Going to be a great Thank day's you, racing, isn't it? it give is. the uh, give the behind the gate smile a little strength, and good luck to those who are playing. A nice interest for the day. Good on your hurls. Giddy up, Andrew Hurley. You'll be there next Saturday morning again, just after ten o'clock for behind the gates.